I'm Dawn. And I'm Tracy. And we are Real Women. It's time for another quick one. And today we are going back for a snippet from episode 75 that aired in January of this year. It's with the amazing networking diva herself, Caroline Andrew Johnston. So listen in and find out what happened to Caroline's life from walking into a network room for the very first time to actually being a major shareholder in the networking group she walked into. Enjoy. So on the 1st of August 2010, I walked into a networking group in 4N Castleford, stood in a queue for breakfast thinking that I'd walked into a cult. I'd never been in, I'd always been corporate sales, you know, with the Libertons and the Dolce and Gabbana suits and always thought that you had to dress up for any kind of meeting. So there they were, all these people, uh, people in jeans, people dressed up. And and I thought that I'd come to the wrong place. But by the end of it, I thought, crikey, this is my home. These are real people. These are real business people with real business issues, with real business attitudes. And there were big businesses. There were small businesses. There were medium-sized businesses. And then there was me. And I was employed at the time. By the end of it, I'd phoned my boss and said, I've got to join this network. Got to join it because it's right up my street. So I joined Four Networking, as it was then. Four Networking Limited uh, was founded in 2006 by the amazing Brad Burton. Brad and I very, very quickly became great friends. And to this day, we are still super great friends. And I became a group leader uh, running one of the biggest groups in the world. I became an area leader and then I bought a printing company and became a regional leader. And very, very quickly, I launched 24 groups in Yorkshire because I'm a Yorkshire girl born and bred, proud of it. And and I was really quite good at it. And then some really bad shit happened in my life. Uh, my own business failed. Uh, and that's a story for another day, but I don't mind going into it if you ladies really do want me to. And, and I set up a little tiny brokerage and was still very, very, very heavily involved in 4N. And then the shit at the fan in 2020 when COVID hit. And what I'd been doing whilst being a regional leader, whilst being a part of 4Networking was the self-development in that organisation is insane. The business development is insane. The friendships, the camaraderie, the family all supported me through good times and supported me through bad times. And I'd qualified as a coach and I'd qualified as a trainer and all this kind of thing. But I'd done that as me so that I could help my members get the very best out of the networking. I could help my members have the confidence to go onto a stage and do a foresight, which is not, it's not a, a sales pitch, but it's an insight into your business. Something interesting, but let me let you into a secret. It's a bloody sales pitch if you do it right. So I was training and coaching all these people to do these things. And then lockdown happened and the, the small income that I had just disappeared. It just completely disappeared. And my husband sat me down at the kitchen table and he said, Right, it's time for you to get off your ass and do what you're bloody good at. You need to start coaching people. And have you ever been in that situation when complete and utter panic? Like, who will buy from me? Why would anyone buy from me? And and I really think I suffered from imposter syndrome for about three minutes. Uh, no, I actually <laughs> suffered for it. For, uh, suffered, but within the network, there were people that helped me. Uh, you know, I was coaching confidence. So how could I not be confident in myself? So the Networking Rebel was born, but the Networking Rebel wasn't born. It was actually the Networketeer because that was my sad name when I first went out. 
into coaching. And then I had a, a branding session with the amazing Al Price, who said, Caroline, you are anything but ordinary. You are so naughty. You are so, you are the most unconventional, non-conventional coach. So we need to call you the rebel. So the Networking Rebel was born. I gave 20 free sessions away and let's say the rest is history uh, because I've got an incredibly, incredibly successful uh, coaching community. And let's forward 12 years to the day that I walked into my first meeting. Uh, I'd been very successful online uh, as, a, as a host and an ambassador for 4N online and was approached to become network leader, network driver. So that meant I was in charge of, or sorry, responsible for all the meetings, all the team members. And Brad Burton was still the managing director, still the owner. And he took me to, to one side last June and said, he said, kiddo, even though he's like only 49, kiddo, I want to concentrate more on my speaking. And the only person I would sell this network to is you. Do you want to buy it? So I hesitated for oh, at least four minutes and said, absolutely. Of course I do. So I was going to semi-retire, Dawn. Uh, Tracy knows this, but I was going to semi-retire last year. <laughs> Buy a really big lodge and semi-retire with my coaching community to the lake. So what I did instead was semi-retire, but not, was take on an international networking organization and buy a half-size lodge. And I did that uh, last year in June. And on the 1st of August, exactly 12 years to the day, became the managing director, 75% uh, shareholder, of, of 4N and it's wonderful there you go in a nutshell that's my career we're not you know that's that's where I am right now cool I know we're doing um it'll probably come out after this one actually but me and Dawn are actually doing a session on imposter syndrome so it's funny oh. that you bring that up but it's real it's all of us have got it you know I've seen TED talks from some very high profile people that admit to having had Imposter syndrome. The fact that you manage three minutes is amazing. It is. <laughs> Most of us suffer from imposter syndrome our lives. I it was it was, you know, I'm here to coach confidence. So I needed to grow a pair, put my big girl pants on, and actually do the do. Yeah. And and well, I don't uh, anymore. Out of um sort of the mainstream networking uh brands, actually four yes. N is probably the only one I'm familiar with. So that's good. I feel like I've Hey, I do know who you are. <laughs> Good, I'm so I'm so pleased that you know who we are. And so the first time I went to a breakfast meeting was oh god, 15 years, a long time ago, a long long and and it was my printer actually who said come along. And um I didn't know any of the rules and I rock up and um actually I dressed up as well. Yeah. I, I don't know what like uh, it was a thing. I wasn't in corporate. I already worked for myself. I, I think I probably had that same. Well, it was it, in that era. Anything to do with work, yeah. dressed up. That's just done. I think that's women. I actually think that that is us women. That is our lack of confidence of being our, our authentic self. The only thing you'll see me in now at a network meeting is a four-end T-shirt or a Rebel T-shirt and a bright leather trousers and a pair of black, bright pink Doc, Doc Martins because that's who I am. Yeah. So, but I didn't know the etiquette and yeah. I had two businesses at that point. So when I, it was my turn to stand up and speak, I told everyone about my two businesses, then got into trouble because I wasn't allowed to do that. But nobody had told me that. <laughs> nobody, <laughs> nobody had told me, that, which is fine. <clears throat> but also I think, and I went to another one a few years later, but because my my I'm with the company I run, my only customer base is martial arts instructors, and the other business is teaching martial arts. That's what my husband does. It didn't. Uh, I thought, oh, 
uh, it's it's not really the the right place for me at that time um and also by then i'd had another couple of kids that were very young uh, getting up and being out of the house for bloody 6:30 in the morning was you know so i i never bothered with it again um so if i was to say to you why should somebody join a network meeting group yeah. What, what for? Uh, why should they join a networking? Because I would say I'm very much into the 80-20 rule. And I believe that 80% of your business can come from networking. The 20% is turning up, showing up. And every, and anyone can do that. You can show up and that's 20% of networking. 80% is in the following up. And I, as the networking rebel, have a proven system to help my clients, which I am sharing with members within my organization off our end to do that. But why should you go? Because it's not about what you do. It's about the itch that you scratch and how you can help people. Because online, face-to-face, speed networking, info networking, we cover every single aspect of networking. Getting up at 6.30 in the morning, why would anyone want to do that anymore? No. You can if you want to. We have face-to-face networking, which is coming back strong. In fact, I'm at Newark on Wednesday. I'm speaking at the Newark launch. I'm then driving down to Watford. Uh, to speak at a breakfast. Yes, we still do have them. So I'll be getting up at 6.30 that morning. But the beauty of for networking is the fact that we have meetings at 10 o'clock, 12 o'clock, 2 o'clock, 4 o'clock, 7, 8 o'clock in the evening. And we did have one on a weekend, which is going to come back. Can you hear my dog? He's now telling me that he wants the rest of this latte, but he's not having it. But if you want to, if you want people to find out how you make them feel how you can help them, the very, very best way and easiest and most cost effective because networking compared to other uh, other areas of marketing is one of the, excuse the word, cheapest way you can promote yourself. And you're not just promoting your business, it's you as an individual. As a networker, it's you as an individual that's in front of people. And I always say to people, try before you buy. We're one of the few networks that you can come along twice to and try it and see whether you like it. There are meetings, especially in 4N, that are specific for people's likes, hobbies even. I mean, we run a 4N pub on a Friday. That's obviously my favourite because I like a gin. But we have meetings for property investors. We have meetings for people who like to go to the gym. We have, we have people who want to talk about money. We have people who are into sports. If you've enjoyed our conversation today, please subscribe and download the podcast. To share your thoughts on this episode or to suggest future topics, connect with us on Instagram at Real Women Podcast. And thank you for listening. Listening.